Welcome to Fresh Take, your favorite weekly podcast that delivers a healthy dose of information pertaining to healthy lifestyles, organic and sustainable agriculture, and numerous topics related to the environment. Thanks for tuning in. Our industry experts are here to provide you with a fresh take on topics that can help you optimize your lifestyle and well-being. Welcome to our latest Fresh State Podcast episode. We're very happy to have Jessica Shade with us again. She is the Director of the Science Programs at the Organic Center. And today we'll be talking about how to tackle organic and agricultural challenges with ag technology, which is a very interesting topic and one that we're very excited to talk to Jessica about. Welcome, Jessica. Thank you so much for having me. So can you remind our listeners who you are and uh, how you got involved with the Organic Center? Sure. So as you mentioned, I am Jessica Shade. I'm the Director of Science Programs for the Organic Center. And for those of you who aren't familiar with the Organic Center, we kind of have two main jobs. So one is to communicate science that's happening that's of interest to organic stakeholders, like I'm sure everyone listening to this podcast. And then the other is as we are talking with organic stakeholders, talking with farmers, talking with researchers, they let us know when there are gaps in our knowledge about organic. And so our other main goal is to fill those knowledge gaps. So we collaborate with academic and governmental institutions to do research that's going to fill those knowledge gaps. Um, And I have been with the Organic Center for almost a decade now. And I got my PhD from uh, the University of California, Berkeley. But my interest in organic actually stems back to when I was an undergraduate at the University of California, Santa Cruz. And I was the co-owner of this tiny organic grocery cooperative. There were 11 of us, I think, um, all undergraduates trying to run this organic grocery store. And so we had, we were trying to do it all and um, at, so, at points failing miserably, but it definitely taught me a lot about organic and not just about organic, but about the why behind organic and the mm-hmm. benefits of organic. And since you were at the time, sounds like pretty new and, and some of our listeners are experienced farmers. Uh, organic farmers, but also people who perhaps are also like you were at the time starting to understand and really be probably very passionate about organic agriculture. I want to remind people that, you know, when you hear the word organic uh, and when you buy organic, that there is a set of organic regulations behind that label and that a lot of the work that we do certifiers, Florida Organic Growers, and the Organic Center is to make sure that that the label itself, that the word organic has a meaning. Because we know that in order for something to be considered organic, it needs to comply with these organic regulations. And one of the things that, you know, most people think about when when they don't buy an organic is that it's something that wasn't produced like, you know, conventional products, conventional uh, crops. So no synthetic fertilizers and no synthetic pesticides is kind of the one thing that most people know about organic. But there's also a lot more to it than that. You know, organic farmers must have an organic system plan where they 
basically describe, you know, their operation and everything that they, that they do. And so I'm sure that the organic center with all of the research that they do, they're also, you know, heavily involved in a lot of these things that, again, you know, are part of the organic regulations. Yeah. And, you know, I'm so glad you brought this up because as you mentioned, there are probably people listening who might not be as familiar with organic, but even some of the people who I talk with who are really into organic still don't know the full definition of organic. And of course, this is overly simplified because organic requires, as you say, you know, these detailed systems plans, oversight and inspections. But what I tell people when they ask me what organic is, I say what organic means is it can't have most synthetic pesticides, synthetic mm -hmm. fertilizers, antibiotics, growth hormones, um, most synthetic additives, no sewage sludge, no bioengineering, so that's GMOs, no ionizing radiation, and what organic is. So those are all the things that organic isn't, but what organic is, it is regulated by the USDA. So there is governmental oversight on organic operations. If you see that organic seal, you know that there has been governmental oversight of that product. Animals have to have outdoor access and be fed 100% organic feed or forage. There is a three-year wait period between when you stop farming conventionally and can start calling yourself organic. And then, like you say, there has to be this detailed organic systems plan. Mm -hmm. and, and that systems plan has to has to show that as a farmer, you're improving the environment. So you're not just keeping the status quo and you're definitely not degrading the environment. You are actually improving the environment. And that's, and that's so important and key to what organic is. I've had plenty of conversations, like I'm sure, you know, you were just saying that you've talked to some organic farmers, but that perhaps see organic as something where there's all these things that are prohibited. And, you know, in my case, some people have told me, just tell me what I, what I need to do and what I cannot do and, and I'll do it. So it's, it's almost like it's an input replacement from things that are prohibited to things that are allowed, but it's a little bit more than that. Uh, it's, it's a holistic approach to, to growing and it does, present so many challenges that, of course, we're going to get into uh, right away, that when you're no longer able to depend on the synthetic fertilizers or the synthetic pesticides that are prohibited, you know, by the organic regulations, you have to find ways that are effective to be able to combat pests when that's your problem or nutrient deficiencies in your soil. So there's a lot of challenges in that I'm sure that you know, a lot of the work that the Organic Center, a lot of the listeners would not want to learn uh, and know more about some of the work that you guys are doing. Yeah. And, you know, you bring up these challenges and that kind of gets at one of these key issues with organic is it's not, I don't see it in the way that organic farmers face more challenges than conventional farmers, but mm -hmm that a lot of the research that has been done on farming has been done in the conventional space rather than in the organic space. So all mm -hmm. of the tools that are available for farmers, most of those tools are developed for conventional farmers. So organic farmers 
they need more tools because there just haven't been as many developed for them to overcome the challenges that they're facing in the field. Mm -hmm. And that's, I'm glad that you clarified that because that is, I would agree with that. Uh, Once again, I think that it's important for us to let our listeners understand that farmers in general, whether we're talking about conventional or organic farmers, face many, many, many challenges. Um, the other thing that I think sometimes happens, or at least in my experience, is that some people think, oh, well, you know, organic farming, that's, you know, not a lot of technology, not a lot of things that people that are growing conventionally uh, are able to use. And that's not always the case. In fact, I know a lot of highly sophisticated organic farmers who use and who are very innovative in the way that they approach these challenges and these problems to solve the issues and the problems that they're facing in their farms. Yes, I completely agree. And, you know, I like to say, because organic gets this rap as being anti-science, which I take Mm -hmm. personal issue with being a scientist. (laughs) And the way I like to think about it is that there is nothing more technologically advanced, more technologically challenging to a scientist than to figure out a way to produce food for our growing population and still maintain a healthy ecosystem. Everything else is easy compared to that. So if you're talking about what is scientifically um, advanced, keeping a super complex ecosystem functioning and healthy. Now that is hard. And you were talking about how you've seen a lot of farmers who are really advanced in how they farm. It's Mm -hmm. the same thing on the research side. So Mm -hmm. researchers who are looking at challenges in organic systems are using cutting edge tools that I think surprise a lot of researchers who don't work in organic. You know, there is this perception that organic is just, um, you know, some old hippie in their overalls (laughs) wandering through their mung bean field. But in reality, it is this very complex system. And the researchers working on these challenges are extremely advanced Mm-hmm. Um, to the point where they're using systems-based approaches, which is so yep. much more complex than looking at one piece of the puzzle at a time. Mm-hmm. And like you said, the farmers are very advanced in how they're dealing with these challenges. And I have never met an organic farmer that is not also a scientist because they're conducting research on their own farm all the time to see the best way to grow their crops. Perhaps you might have some examples because, you know, when we're talking about some of these challenges or some of these problems that farmers face, things like weeds and pests, even problems with, you know, their irrigations. And what are some of the examples uh, or even some of the stuff that the Organic Center has been doing to address those issues and those challenges? So I think weed and pest management is a consistent one. That's one that gets brought up over and over again by organic farmers. To be honest, I hear it from conventional farmers too. Weed and pest management is something that we hear about just time and time again. For organic farmers, um, controlling weeds is especially challenging because they don't have the tools that conventional farmers do when it comes to synthetic pesticides. So it gets really complex thinking about ways to control weeds. 
And um, pests have become even more of an issue recently with climate change. And climate change in general is a very big challenge area. Um, you know, farmers are really on the front lines when it comes to climate change. They're the ones who are experiencing extreme weather events in a real way. You know, whether it's flooding on their farms or droughts that can last years, farmers are the ones who have to deal with these challenges. And organic farmers in particular are really interested in not only how to adapt to the extreme weather events that we're starting to see, but also how to farm in a way that helps mitigate climate change. So doing things like maximizing carbon in their soil so that the soil becomes a sink for greenhouse gases, using more energy efficient tools um, so that they're putting out less greenhouse gases. Another topic area that I hear a lot about is realizing the potential of technologies. So this is something that I hear over and over again, especially from organic farmers, is that there's all this tech that's getting developed, but none of it is actually as impactful as they had hoped or as they had thought, or mm -hmm. it's getting developed, but it, it, it doesn't actually do what they thought it would do. So an example of this, um, I was talking to a farmer recently who was really excited about um, mechanical weeder. And so, you know, he went all in, he got this mechanical weeder and the mechanical weeder works, but it doesn't get all of the weeds. And so he still had to have a team of farm workers going behind this mechanical weeder weeding after the weeder went through. So mm -hmm. there are all these tech promises, but mm -hmm. realizing their true potential is mm -hmm. going to take a lot of work. Yeah. And, and it's, it's interesting that you uh, talk about a weeder because I also, um, a few years ago, was at a farm of someone who was very innovative. I think if I'm not mistaken, he's a, a mechanical engineer who just, fell in love with farming. And so he and his wife are organic farmers. So he developed with his tractor, some tools that would also weed, but same thing, you know, it would not get rid of all the weeds. So there was always other work or additional work that needed to be done after, you know, the, the first pass or second pass of, you know, this, this weeder uh, that he had. So this is also very important. I think is that it, as we talk to more people like you and organic farmers who perhaps have found ways that we are able to collectively address, you know, some of these problems and perhaps even as we've been discussing, find more advanced ways to use technology that can be adopted by farmers to, to address these problems. Yeah. And I'm really excited about the hackathon that we have planned mm -hmm. um, because it's, it's, looking at organic challenges and getting programmers together to really focus on organic. Um, and so there's an event, basically, and us here at, you know, Florida Organic Growers always want to make sure that all of our growers and the people that are interested in learning more about organic agriculture, organic farming, know about these events and have access to these events. So can you tell us a little bit about the uh, Hack Organic event? Yes. So the 
hackathon that is focusing on organic challenges is going to take place from February 24th through 26th. It's all virtual and um, it's open to everyone. You know, a lot of times when people hear the term hackathon, they think of a bunch of coders, um, <laughs> computer programmers just sitting together in a room and um, working on a project that they would never understand, but that is not the case. So mm -hmm. we're working with this group, the Gathering for Open Agricultural Technology, GOAT, and What's really cool about the way that they code is that they integrate farmers into the teams as what's called problem owners. So, um, you know, there's a, a problem that you're trying to solve for, and the person who knows the most about that problem is a farmer who's experiencing mm -hmm. it in the field on a day-to-day -day basis. And so farmers are gonna be integrated into these teams. So I encourage anyone who's listening, whether you're a farmer, industry member, or just a stakeholder who's interested in organic to join us. Um, you can join a team if you would like. You do not have to have a lot of technical know-how, or you can just kind of sit in and listen to it. You know, um, We're gonna start off with this kickoff that's gonna be really interesting. Um, we'll have a keynote who's going to set the tone, uh, Professor Julie Guffman of University of California, Santa Cruz, who has this really interesting take on technological needs. I think it will surprise a lot of people um, because she thinks about it in the way that benefits farmers rather than benefits in the tech industry, which is really refreshing. Um, and then we're going to have at the end a demo of what the teams have been working on. So even if, you know, one of the listeners wants to check it out, doesn't necessarily have all weekend to join a team, join us for the beginning and end at least just mm -hmm. to check out what's what what's going on. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I encourage all of our listeners to also participate. Uh, if they have the time. How do people register for the uh, hackathon? You can register on our website. So our website is organic-center.org. And then we have an events page. Or you can just go straight to www.organic-center.org forward slash hack organic. So it's on our website in the events page. Mm-hmm. And I also want to remind people that, you know, we continue here at Florida Organic Growers to provide people with information that is useful to them, whether it's organic compliance, uh, whether it's, you know, how to keep good records if you're a certified organic farmer. And um, the Organic Center, which we, we always love having, you know, as a guest, also provide information about some of the other things that today we're discussing, you know innovative research that they're actually conducting as we speak and information that I think is going to be very, very helpful. Can you also maybe talk about some of the latest research that you guys are working on right now? Yeah. So um, we've got some really interesting research going on a lot. We kind of have three main categories of research. One is applied. So that's looking for um, solutions to challenges on the field or that farmers are experiencing. 
Um, the other is environmental. So a big focus of ours recently has been um, climate change. So mitigating and adapting to climate change. And then the third category is human health. So looking at things like um, human exposure to pesticides and the impact that that has on health. And so some of the exciting projects that we have going on right now, one that we're just kicking off is looking at inadvertent pesticide contamination on organic farms. So a lot of the farmers that I've talked with either have concerns about pesticide drifting over from um, conventional neighbors that use pesticides mm -hmm. or have actually experienced that firsthand. And that's that's a huge burden to organic farmers because it can threaten their organic certification. And even when it doesn't threaten their organic certification, it's still a time sink for them. They have to spend time figuring out where this pesticide contamination came from and spend a lot of time trying to figure out how to prevent it. And so that all the burden of pesticides falls on organic farmers, which is kind of ironic because organic farmers aren't the ones using the pesticides. So mm. what we're trying to do is really better understand how farmers are experiencing um, pesticide contamination and what we need to do for the future. So putting together a research program to um, address that issue. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Another thing that we're working on is looking at the incongruities between organic standards and third-party food safety standards. So sometimes in some third-party food safety standards, there are these requirements that are completely contrary to what's required in the organic standards. So for example, in the organic standards, you are required to make sure that your farm supports biodiversity. However, there are some third-party food safety standards that want you to get rid of all of your hedgerows, intercropping, et cetera, because they worry that that wildlife will come in and introduce pathogens into your um, crop system, which, mm -hmm. you know, even though that there, there's been plenty of research showing that bio increased biodiversity is not linked to increased food safety risk, but there's still this concern out there. And mm -hmm. so um, we're reaching out to organic farmers to talk with them about what incongruities they've been experiencing so that we can work on improving those and developing a system that better supports organic farmers when it comes to getting these food safety certifications. And certainly food safety is another hot topic and one that I think farmers and, and even consumers should, you know, learn more about. And they can find out, you know, more about these issues by both visiting our website and, you know, the Organic Center website. We also have resources. Yeah, the USDA has a ton of training resources. People who are interested in transitioning from conventional to organic, they can find out more information. We will put that and have that information available on our website. Uh, I'm also excited with some of the ongoing work that we're doing is that we're trying to create a new certification program that can help young adults, people who are you know, graduating from 
high school, seniors in high school and people who are going off to college trying to figure out what they, you know, they want to do, um, that there is an organic technician certificate that's going to be in trainings that are going to be available for people who want to find careers in the organic industry. So that's also a very exciting thing. You know, the other thing that I also want to share is that people who are also interested in implementing some of these technologies and some of these things that we're talking about can find funding through the various programs that, you know, the USDA has, like the Environmental Quality Incentive Program, and they provide financial and technical assistance to agricultural producers. Once again, we just want to emphasize that there's a lot of opportunities for farmers and that it's not that we're getting away from technology. And in fact, it's the contrary. We want to encourage people to find ways to solve the problems that they have. And the research that Jessica and her team are doing is part of that. Uh, And of course, all these other resources and information that's available out there. So please visit our websites, find out more about the work that we're doing, because there's a lot of really interesting and innovative opportunities out there. Yeah, absolutely. And more coming all the time. Um, So, you know, if you've checked our websites a little while ago, but haven't come back, check again, because we are always posting new things. Absolutely. Well, Jessica, thank you. We've always enjoyed talking to you. Uh, The information that you share with us is is very valuable. I encourage people to participate of the uh, Hack Organic event, February 24th through the 26th. Please visit the Organic Center website to learn how to register. Uh, I think it's going to be a really cool event, and there's going to be a lot of useful information that especially organic farmers can, can benefit from. Great. Well, thank you so much. And hopefully I will see some of you at Hack at Organic. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you guys for listening to today's episode. I hope you guys enjoyed the conversation as much as we did. As many of you already know, FOG is a 501c3 not-for-profit organization, which means we need your help to keep all of our content free to the public. Please consider making a tax-deductible donation today. We would really appreciate your support. 